guys welcome back to the j side podcast i'm jason i'm jesse and we're here with our third episode um be sure to follow us on our new twitter account at j side podcast and also we have an instagram if you haven't checked that out yet and that's also j side podcast so how's it going jesse doing great jason doing great what's what's been on the mind well i got a haircut thursday and you know how whenever like you get a haircut, oh, you don't really get haircuts because you're weird. No, I get haircuts very, very yeah, far in between. But I think anytime I get a haircut, it's like I'm super productive that day, and I know that like that's not just me. Like I know like some dudes they go get their haircut, they get faded, they get lined up in their beard, boom! All of a sudden they're a mature grown ass man, and they can go and like get a job or they got an interview that day or something. You know, you feel yeah. you feel better when you look better. So. When I get my hair cut, I'm like, oh, I got shit to do today. I'm going to go do do real man stuff. <laughs> I know we talked about before, Jason, but have you ever cut your own hair? Yes. Does it still give you that same satisfaction, that confidence that you get hell, when someone else does it? Hell yeah. <laughs> really? Would, okay. Okay. It shouldn't, but it only did because uh, it was at the start of quarantine. I was like, uh, I don't really want to go to a barbershop or anywhere get a haircut so i was like all right i got a pair of razor i got a razor at home i can just go up in the mirror and i just gave myself a buzz cut i did it like every other week or two just grab the razor boom one <laughs> one size for my whole head like you know you just you put on like the one inch guard not even or the the first guard and you just go along the whole head and that was just my hair and i i was like this looks fine <laughs> it's quarantine i don't have to look that great for anyone but i mean thinking have you done it with like scissors or like actually that, like just buzz your head? I here's the thing, right? I don't have like a buzzer, right? I got like one of those shaving razors, but, but I'm, yo, I'm I can't really put that on your head hair. That's <laughs> just a straight up zero all the way around. <laughs> so I don't want that, of course. Yeah. But I have been thinking about like just trimming it, you know, because it's getting really long. And I'm but I'm going back to school, so you know, I'm kind of thinking about like you should not try something new, do it something up. different with your hair. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down, but, like, I don't know what's going on behind it, right? I never do. <laughs> like, in the morning, I'll wake up, take shower, whatever, I'll comb it, but I never know what's going on back there, and a lot of times, it's a mess. I can do it for you. But that's the thing, I'm not going to see you, Jason. We <laughs> talked know. about this. But, so, I think what you should do is just walk into a salon or barbershop and say, do whatever you want. Like, they're, they're, not gonna, they're not going to make you look man. ugly. Like, just say, like, you know, make me look like you know socially acceptable like <laughs> but like your hair is so long in the front like i'm sure it gets in your eyes like i'm sure a lot of people have that problem where it gets in their eyes and it's like all right i'm just gonna push it back or i'm gonna wear a hat but like imagine for the first time in your life or in a long time you didn't have that problem before my hair grew out again i got it shaved on the sides right mm-hmm. and i had it pretty short up top maybe a couple inches you look but like it a was unicorn like right a now. Fifth of what it is now. What's up? <laughs> you look like a unicorn when you hold up your hair like that. <laughs> but I do like it. I do like it a lot shorter, especially when it's gonna start getting warmer out. Once I'm back in Savannah, I don't want this long. Yeah, yeah. Hair. It's keeping you warm now in Chicago, but I think you should try something new. Go short. Go for go with something you've never done before. Who cares? Yeah, dude. I just want a whole makeover, man. I want like everything. Dye your hair like blue. <laughs> that'd be wild that'd be wild i did remember when i or did you know i dyed my hair black when i first uh well i wasn't when i like moved to oshkosh i didn't dye it because i moved here but i <laughs> i was like i'm like i like my hair dark like i would get out of the shower it's super weird i would get out of the shower and i was like oh my hair's darker when it's wet i like the way it looks so i dyed my head my like completely black because my facial hair is already black and i was like this looks fucking mm-hmm. great and then it got really long so then i had this really long like jet black hair and i thought it looked so cool and then I kind of, like, realized it looked gross. It looked super <laughs> greasy after, like, two months. I think that might have just been, like, the dye or something. Like, it looks good at first, and then it changes a little bit. But you should really just, you know, experiment. Do something different. You won't regret it. What if I dyed my hair black? How do you think that would look? 
Oh, you're you're too pale, man. You are you're a ghost. You would look so bad, actually. <laughs> Maybe get like a high like some highlights, like you know, like get those frosted tips for the beach. Is there such thing as a ginger with frosted tips? Of course, man. Of course. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Well, what then would you do maybe if I got a spray tan? Imagine this. I don't think I would recognize you. Imagine this. You get a fade with like spiked hair up front and no beard. Or just a mustache. You'd look so good. No, no, no. Whatever. I, I shave. Re- do you remember when I shaved my face? completely like a few yeah, months ago yeah yeah i didn't like that at all actually exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i look like i'm like seven years younger uh, yeah no i've been really seriously like considering right shaving my whole face just like i don't know like change i want to like look different again and i was like this could be professional i might look good but then i was like i'll also look 16 again fuck that <laughs> i think when i'm like mid to late 20s i'll go full shave but mm, until then, yeah. I don't think that I'm Yeah, I think I'm at the same range for wanting to look clean and slick at that age. Yeah. But, so, tell me about uh, your weekend or what you're doing in school this week. What's going on? Alrighty. So, today, in my production class for, like, our senior films, we had this guy come in called Leron Topaz. And he works at DreamWorks. He's been there for 11 years now. But he's worked on like the feature films like How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda. He's wow. like a lead animator. Like he's huge. And those are huge films. Yeah. Or Pixar, DreamWorks movies. Those are sick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he went So he's to, worked with Jack Black. I mean, probably. In Kung Fu Panda. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but so he went to Ringling College. And my professor that I have for that class used to teach at Ringling College in Florida. So they still had that connection. So that's why he came to our class. Um, But like when he said he was in college, he never went out ever. Not a single night did he like go out to a party, go out to a club. He stayed in every single night animating every single day. You know, that's awesome if he was passionate about it. And I mean, so many people say like look back in college like, oh, like I should have been working harder, like focusing more on school. I'm sure he doesn't regret it at all working hard in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I just looked it up. That's in Sarasota. That's uh, uh, Cameron Lopez has a house in Sarasota, or his family mm-hmm. does. That's a really cool area. Ringling, RISD, and SCAD are like both, re- or like are all really, really high. What was um, the other one? Not Ringling or SCAD. RISD. Oh, okay. It's Rhode Island School of Art and Design. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, I've heard of it. My mom yeah. wanted to go there because she's from uh, right outside Providence, Rhode Island. Really? I yeah. never knew that. Yeah. Um. But he directed a short film called Bilby recently, um, which is adorable. It was uh, at a bunch of different film fests over this past year and won a bunch of different awards. It's not out to the public yet. So once it is, I highly recommend checking it out. But it's incredible. That was free advertising right there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, he deserves it. He's insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he got... Uh, that movie, have you seen Dunkirk? Yes, awesome yeah. movie. He got the composer from Dunkirk um, to work on like his little short film. and uh, For Bilby? Yeah, for Bilby. And so he's... <laughs> totally different movie <laughs> exactly. genre. <laughs> he told the guy, uh, like the director, uh, Topaz, like, hey, I got a melody for you. And he's like playing on piano or whatever. And uh, Topaz was like, hey, uh, this is great. Are you going to like record it here or what are you going to do? He's like, no, we're flying to Air Studios in London to get this uh, done professionally by like an orchestra. So they flew like across the world to like this huge studio in London and got it all done. With like a professional composer and everything. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. That's crazy that the the Dunkirk guy is involved. Like that's like like Quentin Tarantino directing the SpongeBob movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so that's so cool. It's nuts. So really, really inspiring to have him like come to our class and learn from. It's really exciting. It just proves like college. We talked about college enough in the last episode, but like um, when you get to see someone in your field, like with their experience, come and talk to you like in college and you see what they've done and you see how it correlates to what you're doing in school at the moment. It's awesome to see how it all, you know, makes full circle. Like, um, in it's either Wednesday or Friday or sometime next week in my consumer behavior class, we have, uh, what I thought was a, it was a marketing representative for some company, 
um, in a town a little further north of, north of us. But um, it's exciting to be able to interact with those people that are in your shoes and they were in your shoes when they were in school and now they're they're in the position that you hope to get one day. And, and yeah. it's definitely motivating to see, especially for your position, I bet any creativity or artistic position, super motivating, I bet, to see like how it all comes down to the work that they're doing now correlating back to the work they did in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good though. He posted his senior film on YouTube also. Um, like recently or when he was a senior? No, when he was a senior in um, college, okay. which was probably like 12, 13 years ago. Okay. And this is right when YouTube was starting to like gain growth. And yeah. there wasn't like a lot of views on YouTube. But I think at the time he got like a million views on it. And it's up to like 4 million views now. So he got like a huge like wow. area of traction from that, which is crazy because it's just like this. Small, Do you know the like, name of it? Two minute um yes give me one second um i think it's super crazy how youtube like was not as big as it is now like i always remember like in the past like five whatever years youtube's huge but remember when like we were still probably like middle school a little younger um it was not nearly as big as it is now i don't even remember the time that ads started coming up on youtube or like when that was a big thing that like people would like start like getting subscriptions and they would make money from ad revenue. Like there was people from our high school that had YouTube channels and they made money from ad revenue based on their channel. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Yeah. The the short is called this side up. Feel free to check that on YouTube. Mm. But yeah, I mean just ad revenue works in such crazy ways now because back in the day, I don't know anything about it. When you had like 10,000 views on something, you'd actually get like a decent portion of money. But now, like on Twitch, if I have like three viewers in a Twitch stream for like four hours, I get like three cents, which is understandable. <laughs> like there's so many yeah. streamers, they can only pay out so much. But, but at the same it's time, comical. it's like, I'm like, it's, you're putting in the work. It's crazy because like you're putting in the amount of work, just the same amount that people that get 10,000 view. like you're putting in the same amount of work in the moment when you're streaming, you know, you're gaming, you're you know doing the animation whatever it is you are doing you're doing about the same thing it's just you have an audience or not yeah so that's what it all comes down to yeah it's it's not uh equated to the amount of money you make based on how long you work it's the people that are watching you yep absolutely you know it's all about reach um but topaz also got an internship in sony on his third year of college which is awesome that's great wow um but then he went there then he went back to school and then once he graduated school he didn't have anything lined up but he got three job offers from pixar studios which for anybody who knows anything about animation like that's a really really good studio to work for oh yeah he was offered a job as a modeler a surface artist and a lighting artist uh, but he declined all three of them because he wanted to be an animator. Which, coming out of college, saying no to Pixar... Saying I'm, no to, yeah, a job offer from Pixar, like, that's that crazy. That some balls and confidence. Dude, they could offer me a mailroom position, I'd take it. Exactly. <laughs> it's um, Pixar. And then he ended up just buying a plane ticket to L.A. and with just nothing lined up and just moved in there. And since he was that's in sick. the area... Um, somebody from Sony saw that he had an internship there previously and then he got into Sony again as a job and then six months later he went to DreamWorks so crazy journey he deserves everything he has that's that's really exciting to hear when you know people just went for it you know they invested in their future and it all works out yeah love that yeah Um, additionally we talked about pre-workout supplements you, last week. I you got cut, an update? Yeah, I cut out my pre-workout completely. Hey, that a boy. I just stopped taking it at all. Like, I was taking it probably five to six days a week. Wow, um, that's actually a lot, though. Because, like, every day I'd work out, I'd need that yeah. to kind of, like, get my burst, get my rush, get that energy. And if I didn't take it, I would just be, like, sluggish the entire day. Super funny that you that you say that now because today when I was at my gym, because um, I go to I don't go to like the school rec I go to like a separate gym just like I don't know it's more private and um, there was a guy from like a supplement store you know like a GMC it's called Sups, mm-hmm. um, in there giving out free samples and I took a free sample of it was an amino acid pre workout so it wasn't like very high like caffeinated or didn't get me like you know tingling and whatnot but yeah. um. I just thought it was funny that you quit, and then today I just so happened to take a free sample <laughs> of basically what is pre-workout, but 
Um, it was super tasty. I don't think it really affected me at all. It might have like helped with like muscle recovery or whatever, but definitely didn't like get me amped up. Yeah. Um, I think but, it's good in doses. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's at, and like with the right moderation, like you shouldn't rely on it. Yeah. But but also a certain amount, like like you said, like you never take a full scoop when you were doing it. Yeah. I don't even do half scoop. It would, like. If I take it again, it would probably be like for finals or something. Like I treat it like <laughs> like Adderall, right? Where yeah, it yeah. would just give me most, like a crazy most college boost. students are like, "Yo, I need Adderall for finals," and you're like, "Puberco." <laughs> exactly, but like it gets me so wired. But the main reason why I stopped taking it is like in the mornings, I would just be so drained. I'd have my alarm go off for like an hour, and it would take me that oh, long to get out of bed. But like this morning alarm went off at like 7 30 i was out of my bed 7 35 in the shower and i just gave my day going when you so. didn't have it when i didn't have it for a few days yeah. and you haven't had it for a few days really so mm-hmm. hmm, i think real quick good topic would be is sleep um just because i've got train of thought going with it every night for the past like few months like well it feels like few months might have just been like a month i wake up at least once in the middle of the night usually between 3 and 5 a.m Every single night I'm up, I, I pop up, I look at my phone what time it is. I'm like, oh, it's fucking 3 a.m. And then I go back to sleep. But, like, every night, it's so weird. I don't know what causes it. I don't have any, like, I'm not, like, smoking or drinking or doing anything that's causing me to wake up. I just wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm, like, confused. You know, when you wake up super, like, abruptly, you're really confused, like, as to where you are and, like, what time it is. So that's every night. But, like, then I wake up again at, like, 8 o'clock, and I'm pretty refreshed and it takes me a while to get out of bed but like i also think that's just because it's freezing in my apartment and freezing outside yeah. it's negative 20 whatever with wind chill and then my apartment's like 60 65 degrees so i'm like really just unmotivated to even get out from under the covers usually but i don't know what it is that makes me wake up every every day in the middle of the night is it at the same time is it like always at 3 a.m it's or... always between 3 and 5 a.m interesting always. um are you having nightmares um n- not nightmares but definitely more vivid dreams but that's from um stopping smoking just i have not been smoking anymore and that's like a common thing is when you stop smoking you have really vivid dreams your mind makes up because you don't dream when you smoke so your mind makes up for like all the lost dreams that you didn't have while you were smoking every day or whatever it was and i had these i always have these really weird dreams when i whenever i do stop and I'm still having them, but, like, that's not reason for me waking up. I think dreams are making – is what makes you sleep even better. Like, it's either in your light sleep or REM sleep that you have your dreams, and the more that you have of it, it's technically considered better sleep. When I – like, for a while, this was a few months back, um, I got on, like, a really big health kick where I was waking up every morning at, like, 5 a.m., going for a mile run. I was scheduling out everything. I was eating healthier. Mm-hmm. When I was doing that, I would have like nightmares almost every night, which no is really way. interesting. That's really weird. Yeah. Like actually, like you would wake up scared, or like you rem- like did you remember your dreams too? I don't remember them now, but I would remember them like on the day of. Yeah. Like they weren't pleasant. Oh no, no. That's super weird. I wonder if that's due to exhaustion from like working yourself so hard, or from waking up early and being on that regimen. I don't know what could cause that. Yeah. Your, your mom's pouring apple juice down your throat while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> His kid's fucked. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I got for this week. Well, you definitely had a lot more eventful of a week than I did. Um, Valentine's Day was great. I watched a movie. This is my, my weekly uh, movie recommendation. I want to do this every week is... Give a movie for you guys to watch or tell Jesse to watch. Last week, I think I told him to watch um, Whiplash, which is that Miles Teller drumming movie. Um, pretty sure it takes place East Coast. And this week, I watched Malcolm Murray. It's that new Netflix original movie with Zendaya and John David Washington. Um, John David Washington is Denzel Washington's son. He's the lead actor in the movie Tenet. And a lot of other movies. Uh, the Klansman, that's that movie about kkk and police officers in 70s or 80s i forget and then zendaya we all should know zendaya she is in euphoria step uh uh what's it called the you remember, or, shake, you remember it the, shake it off yeah for the disney <laughs> show and she's awesome i think she's one of the most 
beautiful woman and also talented actresses at the moment. And the movie was amazing. Malcolm and Marie, all black and white. Get over it. I get it. It's kind of annoying, but then you start to fall in love with the actual plot of the movie. Um, it's basically about two. It's a boyfriend and girlfriend. John David Washington plays a successful director of, in the film industry, and she's the girlfriend. Dark history, blah 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 blah. A lot of stuff goes on. It's a emotional roller coaster. You really see the depth within both actors in the movie, and um, would highly recommend it to anyone. Definitely watch it. If like, don't watch it like in the middle of the day when like you just aren't doing anything. Be in the right mood to watch it. Pay attention. Put your phone down like you should for any movie. And maybe watch it with a significant other. Be a good one for that. Definitely don't watch it with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, you know, you're watching the wrong movie with the wrong people. Like, yeah. grandma, grandpa, mom, whoever. Watching the boys with them. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, not even that. Like, early episodes of Game of Thrones when it's practically just porn. Like, like I'd not, I don't know. My mom would say, like, oh, you want to watch Game of Thrones with me? Because I finished it all multiple times before she watched it the first time. And then she's like, oh, I'm, I'm watching it now, finally. You want to watch it with me? And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> first, like, three seasons, I'm not watching any of it with you. I can't. I can't. Maybe later on, like, later seasons when it's not as sexual. But, uh, you know, pick your audience wisely and watch it with the right people. Have you seen the Dune trailer? Yes, dude. Dune is going to be amazing. Such a great cast. Uh, Timothy, how do you pronounce his last name? Chalamet. Yeah, is yeah Chalamet, and he's he's another great actor of this current generation. It's a little bit younger, but he's in it. Zendaya's in that too. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, lover. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Momoa's in it, and who's that... Jason Momoa? See Aquaman. Aquaman. He plays Cal Drogo in Game of Thrones. He's got never other seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, I wish you would. It's so good. <laughs> It's definitely so hard to watch, though, just because of how long it is. It's a huge commitment. Yeah. I When I watched it, it was, like, winter break. I was super bored and, like, just not doing anything. I watched all seven seasons before season eight came out in six days. And you watched it again, right? And then I watched it all over again before season eight came out. <laughs> and then after that, I got bored one time, and I watched it all over again. This was definitely low points in my life where I was just not doing anything. But Dune really excited for that um my film major friend at school he's really excited for it. he's told me a lot that he knows about it do you know there's an original dune no from like the 70s or something that was also like it was considered really like eventful for its time based on like the story of it and sci-fi and whatnot um but this one i think is gonna be even crazier uh really excited for it such a great yeah. cast too a uh, lot of stuff gonna be going on Jason, have you ever stand over someone? Maybe it's a music group, a music artist, maybe an actress, maybe Zendaya. Oh, the stand culture with me is usually either music artists or actors. First artist comes to mind, Mac Miller, huge Mac Miller stan. Zendaya, I wouldn't consider myself a stan. I don't know much about her. I just really appreciate her, uh, her acting career and her beauty. Do you know where the word stan comes from? No, do you? I mean, I just know it's it's like simping, isn't it? <laughs> kind of like it's not not yeah. simping, but it's just like, you know, um obsessive. It's a, Yeah, yeah, like overly obsessive. Yeah, yeah. Um don't quote me on this cuz I think this I was driving my brother back from like the airport one day I would and he never told me quote this, you so, on anything. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Take that back. Okay. Um but uh he said it comes from like the Eminem song, Stan. Where it's the person who's writing letters and he's gonna like kill himself because like really? Eminem's not responding. It's somebody who's like insanely over obsessive about somebody. So that's what Stan culture comes from. Oh. So I want to have a discussion on whether Stan culture is a good thing to have in like a society or is it bad? Is it damaging? I'm just super caught off guard that yeah Eminem invented the word Stan culture, like or like the <laughs> meaning behind Stan culture. You know, um, yeah. I think it's it's. It's human. Like, I'm not going to say it's bad. I think it's a good thing. It's human. People obsess. Um, it's it's almost like just feeling passionate about something. Do you, do you disagree? I think it's... It's it's immature, but, like, it makes... It's human, dude. Like, it's feelings. It's how you... It's just, you know, going a little too far. Yeah, but, like, if you... Let's say there's, there's a... Like, 
I don't know how much you know about Mac Miller. I know a good amount. But, like, there's some people, like, hardcore K-pop stands who know literally everything. You know where everyone is at, like, all times. Oh. Like, that's okay, well, overly Mac Miller's dead. He's in heaven. See, you know that stuff, Jason. <laughs> that's, that's a Did you not know top. he was dead? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. Um, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is, like, if you met somebody, like, let's say there's a girl from your class. Mm-hmm. And, like, you knew all the stuff on them. You're researching them. You know everything about them at oh. all the time. Like, they would feel pretty weird that you know all yeah. that about them. Like, just listen okay. to my music, and that's fine. Right? Well, you don't need to know everything about me. I guess when I think about stan culture, I think about it with celebrities who naturally have stans, you know? Like, mo- like there's a ton of Zendaya stans and K-pop stans. But if there was, like, someone that was standing over you or me or anyone that, like, is just an average person, yeah, that's definitely weird. I think it's like an overreach into one's personal life beyond their creative work. Okay. Okay, then yes. Okay. Th- okay, that makes sense. You're you're putting into more relatable terms that I can wrap my head around. Um So but that that is definitely a problem then cuz that's basically stalkers, you know? Like people that's get what I'm saying. people get restraining orders because of that. So if there's restraining orders because people someone's technically standing over them, yeah, I guess it is a problem. Um, it is, I guess it is an overreach past their, you know, their professional career. So you've changed my mind yet again. <laughs> but like on on the same topic, like if we're talking about like celebrities, like if you go with um, like Kanye or yeah. one of those like famous rappers, if you have like they, paparazzi's been around. Those are people who are going to like their houses and taking pictures of them. Like they're not their standing car. though. That's their job. But th- isn't that, that's weird, right? But their like, job is not, they don't, it's not their motive to, um, to reach into their personal life in order to, it's out of pure duty. They're doing it because that's their job and like, that's what they're told to do and they know it will get them paid. Whereas people but, that do it out of free will and will do anything, whatever it takes by any means, to get into Kanye West's house to see him versus paparazzi that just wants to take a picture of him doing some stupid shit. Like, that's, I think there's there's a fine line right there. That's okay. that's the silver lining, okay. at least for me. I do think with, like, the paparazzi, though. Like, yes, they're getting paid, and maybe they're not Paparazzi inherently... is fucked up, regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they might not inherently have the intent to make somebody feel uncomfortable but or, they are like, doing they, it. they might not care to know about their personal life. Yeah. But they're almost taking pictures for the stands back home. Yeah. Right? Other people oh, they're, dude, on, like, they're Snapchat employed by the stands. The stories. They're employed by the stands. Bro. You go. God, you're you're really working me here. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. I see what you mean. So um, who was it? I recently saw a video of they were genuinely like sad when paparazzi would not leave them alone. It was either, like, Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato or something like that. I know it happened with Ariana Grande, like, at some point after Mac Miller passed because everyone was, like, all up in her face about it because he was depressed and they were together and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. It is so sad when you see, like, they're humans. Like, they're just normal people like you and I, and they just get torn to shreds by paparazzi just because of their social status and their, like, their fame. And, like, it's, like, yeah. you feel for them when you see how upset it makes them. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's standing uh, is just, standing needs to be boycotted. Let's let's start a movement. It's such a weird world that we live in, though. So weird. Because if, if you're talking about these, like, huge mega celebrities who are making millions on millions and millions of dollars a year, like, do you think that that should, like, it's okay for that to be a toll on their mental and emotional health for the so, amount of money that they make? It sounds if you're harsh. talking about people with doctorate's degrees, like, they're making, like, a fraction of what these people are making. So, it sounds harsh, but it's this is my hot take, and I, I don't think you'll be able to change my mind on this. I hope not. But they signed up for it, dude. They knew what they were doing. People that come to fame, it, it almost was their goal, like... They didn't want, they didn't know what the fame would bring, like all the negatives, which is, you know, paparazzi stands and whatnot. But like, they knew what they were signing up for when they said, I want to be a creative artist that puts out work and people love my work so much that I'm, I'm a celebrity. 
you know like they they knew what they yeah. were doing they just didn't know what would come after yeah so it's not like it's not like they're they're the victim like okay they are but like they kind of you know shot themselves in the foot it's just a messed up situation it is it's that's just the world though that's gonna but be me I, and you dude we're gonna be walking down the red carpet one day and we're gonna be like <laughs> this sucks but we're gonna be in like three-piece suits and we're gonna look good exactly of course <laughs> I do think that new media, as in, let's say, Twitch, for example, someone like Corpse. Actually, well, he was he's on YouTube. Do you want to explain to people uh, and who he, like, Corpse grew up are? On him. Corpse uh, started off as like a horror narration YouTube channel. So he would basically have all these scary stories. And he has um, a very unique voice uh, that's like very, very deep. So he would do all these horror narration stories. And he grew and amassed like a huge following on YouTube for it. Probably the most uh, but, distinct voice I've ever heard also. Yeah. And yeah. well, didn't you say, didn't you tell me that it's like an actual disease that he has? I believe so. I would believe I don't know it. much about yeah. that. But um, he also started Twitch streaming and he has like a huge, huge, huge following. Like on Twitter, he will just post um, like a video of his heartbeat or like him breathing. And there'll be a bunch of people who get like the audio line of his heartbeat like tattooed on their arm or something like that that's like people go really crazy right there (laughs) but like he's somebody who will never get recognized in public he's never showed his face so obviously if he's in the grocery store and you hear this super unique voice maybe but like he doesn't have the same visual stigma that let's say ariana grande gets off in public well you know what props to the people that are famous but have been able to hide their face you know that's it's a lot it's a huge thing in gaming community like um with uh who was it like night blue didn't have a face cam for a while video game donkey no one knew who hit remember like when video game donkey's face first came out and you're like all right makes perfect (laughs) sense exactly everybody thought he was black everyone (laughs) thought he was black and he's this you know, like bigger like white dude, white glasses, guy. just the averagest white guy that, you know, like works at like a UPS store, like literally yeah. like, but like props to the people that are able to be successful and famous and not have a clue what they look like. No one knows. They just are genuinely appreciated for their work, their art, like what they do. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll get there, Jason. We're, we're making our I'm way. doing face Slowly cams, bro. I'm too pretty. <laughs> that's true yeah well should we uh should we reach on the main topic of the night positivity is our main topic for the night i think that should be the most important topic that we touch on whether it takes the longest or not i think we should go deep on it i get that jason let me ask you let me ask you something you right for Mm -hmm. this do you think i'm a positive person one of the most positive people i've ever met have I always been this positive? Definitely not. When did I switch? I'd say, well, I bet it might have been before we started like talking, hanging out again, but definitely somewhere after junior year of high school. I like. I'm yeah. saying maybe like freshman year of college was when it really like, you know, like was set in stone. But you know, definitely middle school you were not as happy and positive as you are now first years of high school probably not either when when would you say you you converted i would say it'd probably be like freshman year of college that's why i made like a huge shift in kind of like my identity my personality um just because when i was when i was in high school like i didn't talk to a lot of people i was very like self-reserved i would just play video games all day and i would just get my shit done and do whatever but like there's so much that everybody is capable of like in their life right definitely and one of the biggest things is just meeting people and networking and everybody wants to be around that guy who always has like a smile on their face is always like communicative and can really like talk and express themselves in front of everybody Um, um so i think i just made like a huge effort especially going into community college when I was kind of like forced to meet new people. Freshman year of college, 
Uh, I just kind of like sit there. I'd maybe talk to the people nearby me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't as outgoing as I am right now. So I think what you're saying in the beginning, like everyone's got so much potential in life. No one's ever going to reach their full potential or I don't, no one has a full potential. It's endless really. Um, but no one's going to get anywhere with a negative attitude. And that's such like a cliche. Like people tell you that all the time, but I don't think it's really like understood at a full degree when you tell people to be positive and then it'll change their life. Um, yeah. Oh, like just on a daily basis, the interactions that you have with people, they can become so much more if you just put on a smile and actually gave a shit. Like, imagine just, like, the most, like, random occurrence of meeting someone at, like, a retail store. Like, you're just, you're there, they're there, you meet, you engage in conversation. But, like, let's say you actually put some effort into the conversation. There's so much that can come of that conversation if you're happy and positive about it rather than just saying, like, or it's not even saying, just, like, not giving a shit. Like, you got to portray... Um, who you want to be seen as through positivity. And if you can't do that, um, you're going to have a different view on life and you're going to struggle with things that not everyone does struggle with because you have this block in your head or block in like your ego that like you're cooler or you're better than people. So you're not going to be able to smile. Like, like not that you're going to be able to smile, but like that if you do smile, it makes you a different person when really it makes you a better person. Like that's not that's not such a crazy thing to say that makes you a better person smiling, like, you know everyone's got one life, and you should be happy during it. Um, I was talking about it earlier that uh, Naval Ravikant on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, he said from a book that he was reading, um, that I kind of really resonated with was every man has two lives and the second one starts when he realizes that. So, basically people have an ego and then once you get past that ego is when your real life starts and when you can actually focus on important things that matter to you and what you want to do with your life and you realize that early you realize that i mean i i don't know if i've realized that yet too i feel like i have i feel like i have a good mindset but you realize that super early and it's definitely changed you for the better yeah yeah do you when i i worked at taco bell for a couple of years uh, at the end of high school and a lot of the younger employees at Taco Bell um, were people, you know, they'd smoke pot, they'd deal mm. drugs. It's Taco Bell, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's like pizza like delivery. Yeah. Everybody, every, everybody thought that I smoked pot because I played lacrosse. I worked at Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, I hung around played with all the shit stoners. Ton of video games. And played video games, yeah. right? So I matched, like, the culture of it. And then... Like, when, when I just didn't smoke, like, they'd ask me at work, like, hey, you gonna want to smoke? You want to hit my dab in? All that stuff. I'd be like, no. They're like, how? Wh- why are you so positive? What's there to be What I always about? thought was they funny. They think I'm, like, a so- sociopath. Yeah, well, no, what I, just building off, you can continue. Uh, what I always thought was funny was you never even said, like, no, I don't smoke. It was always just, no, I'm good. Like, like not tonight, but really, <laughs> it was a never thing. It was, it was really, the answer was never, but... But yeah. you never said it. You it was always no. I'm good. Just because you didn't want to like you know make anyone comfortable or hurt anyone's feelings. So it was it was so easy to ask you to smoke and expect a no. But like you're like maybe he'll say yes because he always says no. I'm good. <laughs> like I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like complete strangers. No way. <laughs> Definitely not going to be the first time through a drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. They would, you know, they'd hook me up. They'd give me, oh. like, a free sesh, oh, you dude. know, right? I, I give free sessions 50... to almost anyone anyways. So my brother's like that. Westy would fucking hook it up with you. I bet Will has exactly. a hookup that he could like do something, but Juan Juan would definitely do it. Like so many people would be cool with it. You you have no idea. It's more it's more common to smoke for free, honestly, with your friends than have yeah. to you know like pay them or whatnot. At least in my experience, that might not be for everyone, but um, it's like I don't know. I think I'm getting off topic, but no, it's it's that is funny though. So one of these days, I will tell fifty different people it is my first yeah. time, and I'll have to wait. You know what? I bet That's you for the won't future. be as positive. Yeah. 
Oh, that I mean, we'll get about the, get into this on like a different mm-hmm. topic, but there's a list of reasons why I don't smoke um, um, or do different drugs, but we'll get to that. Okay. Day. Yeah. No, I've definitely have some conversation to add to that, um, mm-hmm. but because in personal experience, it does definitely affect your mood, and that's an obvious thing. It is a drug, but it's also yeah. I've considered it not a drug at points in my life. Like I'm not doing drugs, mom. I'm smoking weed. <laughs> She's like, okay. Of course, of course. That's great. Is there anything else you want to talk about on the topic of positivity? Um, Do you have anything you'd like to add? You know, just be yourself. Be genuine. Stay positive. Don't be afraid to show some emotions in your life. People, people always have these emotional walls, and I think positivity is a gateway to, you know bringing more positivity and being yourself and that's just my motivational phrase for the day and dance by the way guys dance baby freeze (laughs) baby freeze on the daily if you don't know what a baby freeze is uh i told my boy peter about this the other day i was telling him about baby freezing Mm -hmm. uh and so he googled baby freezing because he didn't know what it is and it just pulled up like a bunch of news articles about babies. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, like, like area. <laughs> so so yeah, just Google baby freeze dance, dance or something like that. It's just a little a little a little break. Yeah, a little break. No, move. You, you know who so. I was? Uh, I talked to Griffin like almost every other day, and uh, I I yeah. told you how my aunt said she'd take me on a little vacation for graduating. Um, we got on mm-hmm. the topic of that, and I was like, dude, I want to go to Tokyo. And he was like, that'd be so cool. And I was like, let's go to Tokyo together. And I was like, you know what would be a great group to go to Tokyo together? Me, you, Jesse. Let's do it. Let's go hit the clubs. And he goes, yeah, and Jesse can break dance at the clubs. And he, he was like, what's that move? What's that move? And I go, oh, the baby freeze? <laughs> Such an... Ex- All of us just go to the center of the dance floor. Just, just hit just the go freeze. go onto one knee. Just hit the freeze, walk out. We're Everyone gone. in Tokyo that was, was like, shit, night. they just hit the freeze. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, dude, there's so many like different freezes and different moves that we definitely got to start yeah. learning. We we have to get like a full well, routine. when we start traveling, time we're we going to have to put on, you know, a good, good choreography for all the people that we entertain Absolutely. when we're out in the world. Where are we going to travel to? Oh my gosh. Dude, there's, I mean, there's so many places. I've been looking. I mean, we're talking about Montenegro. What'd you say? Thailand? Thailand looks beautiful. Dude, I think this is like last year or two years ago. I was looking at Airbnbs in Thailand. Just because it's so know, fun looking like at Airbnbs in other countries. Just You're like $20 beachfront like Greece? And... Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Flight's $2,000. Yeah. You're like, ah, you know. So it's maybe like not. a charter flight That's that you gotta pay some year. dude that doesn't speak English to drive to fly you over the ocean or whatever. <laughs> um but i was looking into uh, my bike peter there, there's this website you saw me about called i think it's couchsurfing.com or you could just search couch surfing. okay can i give you my prediction um, for what this is before i even is yeah, is it is it like airbnb airbnb but you just stay on someone's couch in like another country <laughs> yeah but i don't think you pay what? for anything there's people who just open up their houses because they want to meet people. They just want to hang out. Travelers from different <laughs> areas. Come on, we're friends, weed. dude. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you basically no just way. let's say I bought like a one-way ticket to Germany. I could just couch surf around Europe for a You're few months. You're kidding? And yeah, see what I happens. just like, couch surfing is a global hospitality exchange service accessible via a website or mobile app. Members can request lodging publicly or directly from other members. Hang out. With other members or join create events, harassment is against the terms of service. I would hope. I'm glad they have that in writing. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool, though. Um, oh, my God. I need to look into that. Right? Uh, but there's this crazy little, like, virus pandemic thing called uh, COVID-19 uh, that's yeah, my really mom been halting me from using that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so... I think that the website, I think they have like a monthly fee or something that you need to pay for mm. right now, but okay. hopefully, but like, dude, even if it's like $10 so, a month. So, um, back on the topic of location. So when I was talking to Griffin yeah. about it and Tokyo came up and whatnot. Um, so his sister who got married two years ago, her honeymoon was like a three part thing. That was Fiji, New Zealand and somewhere in Europe, I think. 
and she said New Zealand was the best place she's ever been to on planet Earth. Like, I've really wanted. Have you to go looked there. at pictures? Okay, well, first off, that's where uh, uh, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones all filmed. Like, that's mm-hmm. like a huge filming spot for all those types of movies. It's a, isn't it like a tiny little island? Like, it's pretty. It's big. not tiny, but it's, it's, not it's oh, it's off the coast of Australia. Small. It's not tiny at all, but it's it's yeah. <laughs> it's just that I didn't know like where it was. Like, I mean, I've heard of New Zealand. I sound stupid here, but. It's so cool. <laughs> Holy shit, the pictures are awesome. I always knew that like that's where uh Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings was filmed. I was like, it's gotta be beautiful, but I mean, if she's been a lot of places in the world, um, and she says that's the place to go, it's like, damn, I, I wanna go. Yeah. But that would be a fun that's little why, trip. Like... You hit Sydney, Australia, and then you go to New Zealand. Australia looks awesome also. So you go to Sydney and then you go to New Zealand, I'm down. Yeah. There, dude, I mean there's I'm not the biggest fan of bugs. Right? <laughs> You're talking like, about the they got scorpions. They got some yeah. some big boys yeah. down there, right? I'm not. But Sydney's a city, so it might it not, might not be like that. Yeah. But I'd be down. I'd be go- down to go through like a jungle in Brazil or. But if you tell me there's scorpions and spiders the size of my face, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I, may, know, I think I would it's if an I adventure. Like, saw it and I was like, "Damn, I, I'm not gonna pass up on this opportunity." But right now, I'm like, "Fuck that." I would go anywhere right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. I just being if, locked up in my room. I know. If any of our listeners have any tourist locations that they want to recommend or want us to look into, please yeah. send them to either our Instagram, J Side Podcast, Twitter, J Side Podcast, or email us at jsidepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you have a couch <laughs> that you would like to be surfed, we are. We'll sleep on your couch. Yeah, together. Yeah. So that's, I, I, I think there's a lot of places that everyone has been and they always tell people to go. They're like, dude, you gotta go. You gotta go. But like whoever actually goes, it's like people, like people tell you, yeah. like, oh, like, uh, did I talk about Andrew Gates who said Idaho is the best state he's ever been to? <laughs> and I was like, no way. Like Idaho potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he's like, you gotta go. And like, I believe him. It's definitely beautiful. Like if he's traveled the country multiple times, he definitely knows what he's talking about. I believe him. I want to go, but like. How many times are you told to like go visit somewhere? If it's not within like an hour, you're like, I'm probably not gonna go. <laughs> I have like a huge travel list of probably like thirty or forty really? countries that I will hit in my that's, lifetime. That's um I think we should have a full episode just dedicated to travel because I think it's healthy. Yeah. I think it really opens up your mind oh, to definitely just, just different new cultures and you know, how big this world is, but also how small it is. Like there's a lot of cult like that's a topic in my global marketing class and my cult consumer behavior class um culture that changes within business and art is huge like it's like what people do on a daily basis um on household or business etiquette or like forms of creativity completely different on the other side of the earth and that's super exciting to be exposed to that material and be able to witness it also firsthand and take yeah. take part in it too i think that Having the internet as a tool to kind of help understand different cultures and different backgrounds, I think that has helped tremendously from, like, I've got family who's probably never left the country in their entire life. Like, my dad refuses to ever leave. Like, yeah, he's been here, born and raised. He went on, like, a cruise for his honeymoon, like, through the Caribbean in that area. That's leaving the country. But other than that, he... Kind. yes and no yes and no yeah it. like he never has any intent like he doesn't want to go really? to europe he would never like get on a plane and like visit and go to explore oh, that's, he that's, likes it here that's a bad mindset to have i well, don't like well, also, it also like you know if he's happy whatever i mean i know i've said get comfortable being uncomfortable but like if you want to you know stay in your stay in your house and feel safe all means you're you're free to do so yeah but that's not that us. is not that us. That is not we're us. Going we're going to Montenegro. Be... <laughs> yeah, we're going to Montenegro. And New Booking Zealand. Booking our flight right after the Thailand. Fall. I want to go to Greece. Greece looks really cool. There's a few areas of Greece. Athens really is the only one I know. <laughs> well, really? the only one I can I mean, like, I don't think know, of like, the name of, of it, but there's a lot of like coastal areas. If you see with like the full white buildings oh, with like, yeah, the yeah, blue yeah. rooftops. Yeah. Well, Athens isn't Athens areas, like the uh, capital of Greece? I feel like that's got to be a place worth going. 
Yes. I don't know if it's the capital, but a lot of yeah, history. Lot of history. That area, yeah. Ooh, Albania is touching Greece. We can go see Bloodian. Is he in there? Is He's he back home? back home? Oh, dude. Literally, it goes Montenegro, Albania, south of it, and south of Albania is Greece. I was looking into languages spoke in Montenegro. It's probably English Albanian. Is not a language spoken in Montenegro. Or Serbian. But Albanian is in there. Montenegro, they have okay. their own language that they speak, um, but they do understand and is accept. Is University of Montenegro I can apply to? Albanian. <laughs> You're transferring your senior year. But that, that's so cool. Well, no, yes, Bloodian's in Albania. Or he's... He's from Albania, has family and a house there. That's where he got married, I'm pretty sure. And he's probably back home in Lake Zurich now. I saw him over the summer once at uh, that, that lake bar, whatever it is, by my mom's house. Um, Bobbers? No, the Sunset su- Sunset Pavilion. Oh, I see, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I see. Um, yeah. Nicest guy. He, 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 could be, he would be an amazing guest. Oh, my God. He would be such a fun guest. He, he shares the positivity <laughs> trait with you 100% too. I remember back in middle school, I think it's Such seventh grade, guy. is me, Kyle Owen, Ooh, and Bledian. And I forgot what Spanish teacher, but we had homeroom in uh, our class, right? And we would we would all play like Doodle Jump. That's when like Doodle Jump yeah, was like popping back in the day. Lit. And I remember Ilya, pull, or Bledian, not Ilya, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bledian pulled up a video i think on his facebook of him like oh, bro, he's a black driveway. belt double black just belt. going crazy i'm gonna let him know about the podcast i'm gonna text him after tell him to listen yeah. and that we want him on the For show sure. yeah it's been a hot yeah. minute great such a great guy all right, I think that's going to be all for today's episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure to check out our Instagram at JSide Podcast, Twitter at JSide Podcast. Um, you can follow my Meals by Jace account on Instagram. And uh, let me know if you want to see me cook anything. I can do um, the most basic things, but I can put fun twists on almost oh, any yeah. meal. Uh, you can follow me at Zumstein Art on Instagram. Just start it. If you want to check out some of the art projects that I'm going to be working on in the future, feel free. It's going to be all. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you.